Welcome to TSO Consulting Group's DEI podcast series, Why Is It So Hard? Shining Through the Shadow of Resistance. I'm Dr. Tanya Breland. And I am Erica Lee. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. We are here. I am Tanya. And I'm Erica. And it's really good to see all of you again. Yes. Um, thank you for joining our another episode of our podcast, Why Is It So Hard? Shining Through the Shadows of Resistance. Mm-hmm. So today's topic is, will the real allies please stand up? Please. So um, we really like this, this, um, this topic. Um, we like all our topics, mm-hmm. but this episode we're really excited about. Um, as you know, in, this, in our podcast series, we really try to discuss issues that prevent us from being socially just and free. And so we feel like this topic really sort of leads us to our goal of so. disrupting the status quo and just being the change that we wanna see. And so we're gonna talk about allyship today. Yeah, so we're, we're really excited about this yes. topic because this is something that everybody can benefit from. Um, so when we think about allyship, before we get into what we mean when we talk about allyship, because we, we have our own like allyship continuum, because yeah. um, that's what we do, what we, do. we come up with things. <laughs> but um, before we talk about that, I think we have to kind of touch on privilege again. We have talked about privilege. Um, you know, a lot of times when people think about privilege, they are almost always talking about or thinking about like racial privilege and while that is significant and still very important um we also want to point out that we have privilege that may you know may not have anything to do with our race or ethnicity sure sure and kind of run down some of those so in a previous um podcast episode i talked about height right so i am five four so um that's you know, I, I don't I don't have the height that you have, you know, um, so I'm considered actually short. So when I go to a grocery store, um, there are times when I can't reach things. So I have to, you know, hope Bring that me somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will um, give my husband a break. Um, but, you know, things that are on 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 higher shelves or whatever, yeah. like I can't. So so I can't reach. So very often those kinds of things aren't necessarily built for me. Mm-hmm. So I also think about when I go shopping for um, slacks or, you know, even sort of a long skirt, right? So if there's not a petite section, I'm go- I know I'm going to have to buy the, the slacks or the pants or the jeans and then have them tailored because there's just no way they'll be too long. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so when we think about privilege, it's, it's almost, I like to think about like those things that you don't have to think about. Right. So if you're taller than five, five or whatever, you really don't have to think about whether or not you can reach something That's or hope true. that somebody is going to be in the grocery store for you. You don't really have to think about like you have open access to that particular resource. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that really is when I think about privilege, you know, we see privilege in. Um, so that's just an example in terms of the height. But we see privilege around race. We see privilege around ability. We see privilege around Uh, language. Mm -hmm. So we see all of those things where, you know, sometimes people have to think about 
the access that they will have um, because they don't enjoy privilege in a certain area. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important to consider because, you know, you could probably see yourself in, you know, any one of those areas that we talked about when it comes to privilege. Yeah. Um, and what's really important is because you don't have to think about those um, mm -hmm. issues, if you will, um, we want to challenge you to begin to think about yeah. them. We want you to think about where you have an advantage where someone else doesn't sure. have an advantage. Sure. Um, and that's really what we mean by allyship. Yeah. I mean, that's just a piece of it because we kind of really, we really talk yeah. through this, this a little bit more um, and we kind of break down allyship mm -hmm. Um, just along the lines of a continuum, yeah. you know, looking at, you know, what the research says about allyship and um, really just kind of coming up with our own spin on it mm -hmm. that um, I think you'll find yourself somewhere on this continuum um, because really allyship is more like a journey. Yeah, it is. Know? It is rather than sort of like this fixed point mm -hmm. um, and this fixed point for all things. Right. 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 So. What we have found and what you will probably find in the course of this conversation is that maybe you're further along in some areas and not so much in other areas. Right. Um, and some right. of that has to do with the privilege that you have in that particular mm -hmm. um, um, area or category. Um, so let's, try to, let's, let's break down like the, the yeah. continuum. So where sure. do we start? So we start with the non-ally. So mm -hmm. the non-ally is just that. Yeah. That's the person who um, essentially is oblivious to um, the advantages that they might have. They're oblivious to injustices yeah. that might occur mm -hmm. as a result of people being marginalized mm -hmm. because they don't have certain privilege. Um, and so that non-ally is, you know, pe people don't want to see themselves as a non-ally because they may see that as like a negative. Right. Um, but really it's, it's, they are, they're still sleeping on what's going on around. Yeah, them, and and you know? some sometimes it's it's um, passive in terms of just being oblivious, but sometimes it's actively disagreeing that an injustice is happening in a in a particular area, right. Right? right? So they're not an ally because they flat out don't want to be. They deny. We talked about DEI deniers in an earlier podcast, mm -hmm. but they really deny the fact that um, you know injustice exists for a particular group of people. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, those non-ally folks um, don't have to stay yeah. as non-allies. Yeah. You know, essentially, they can move up or move along the yes. continuum mm -hmm. and they can become, you know, bystanders. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we know, we, we hear stories about bystanders all the time. Um, we also hear where, and, and I think you would know what a bystander is, but just so that we are on the same page, mm -hmm. Um, you know, a bystander is really somebody that notices that something may be going on, but they don't want to get involved. Yeah. You know, so they kind of distance themselves, although they see it. Um, so recently, unfortunately, um, on the New York subway, mm. there was a homeless man. Yeah, did you see that? that? I, I sure did. There was a homeless man who was um, killed on the, on the subway um, in front of a group of bystanders. Mm -hmm. So this was, you know, a, a man who was socioeconomically disadvantaged, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, also had some mental health challenges mm -hmm. and, you know, posed as a threat apparently to some. And um, 
he, you know, someone on the train decided that they were going to step up. You know, we don't know the full story. Right. It's still, mm -hmm. you know, still being investigated. Mm -hmm. And, you know, probably by the time this podcast airs, mm -hmm. you Maybe know, there'll be some more. we'll have more mm -hmm. information about it because it, it absolutely made national yep. news. Um, but unfortunately, the, you know, the gentleman that stepped in to, um, I guess, to arrest, if you mm -hmm. will, the, um, the homeless gentleman, um, put him in a headlock yeah. and that essentially killed him. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it was caught all caught on camera. Yeah. Yeah. A chokehold so, for 15 minutes. Right. Yeah. So what we're mm -hmm. talking about, though, that's a bystander. Yeah. So the fact that someone has a camera and is able to film everything that's going yep. on. Yes. And they don't step in to save this man. Right. Who's being killed. That's right. Right before their very eyes. That's right. So like, they, this we, person where do, notices. When did we get to that place as a society? I have to say that um, I think it's social media. I hate to blame it. On, not social media, maybe even the phones. So it's like my act of resistance here is the camera. Like I'm, I'm, I'm recording this. So I think about like the George Floyd situation, sure. you know, um, this is my act of resistance. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think even in that, I'm, I'm not sure, but I think in that space, they were told to stop, you know, recording or whatever. It's like, right. this is my act of resistance. Right. And I it, think for I some people- that, that more so in the yeah. George Floyd case. Yeah, but in this case- the, the people, you know, we're talking about officers who have guns and who have authority yeah. saying that you can't, yeah. you know, you, you can't yeah. be here or you can't mm -hmm. film or whatever. In this case, on the on the plane, on I the know. train. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I just, I, I cannot imagine. And I did wonder about like, is anybody in there saying like, get off of him, yeah, you know? Yeah. Or so I am like, interested I didn't hear, to hear. I didn't hear, I didn't hear it either. Um, I didn't hear it either. And that's and not I, to say that that didn't, that it didn't happen. happen. We just that it didn't you happen. Know, we're just not privy to that. Yeah, and and I also when I saw it because I saw like still pictures of it. I'm not in a space where I can watch a video of another um, person dying it. on, right. you know, um, right. while being recorded. Right. I, I just, uh, yeah, because I'm just you can't not there. See that. Right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Um, That's right. So, but I, but I do think though there is. I, I, I like that you kind of brought that in because when we think about bystanders that see injustice and, and do nothing about it, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, not only the person recording but the other people around. Right. You know, um, there like, were there were plenty of other. Yes, people there were. It was a full train, and so um, so I do wonder about the the, the details mm -hmm. there. I, I do wonder about um, you know those bystanders, and I think that's a great example of sort of like the more passive or or non allyship end of the continuum. Right. Absolutely. Right. Right. And so after the bystander, we have the upholder, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. we've gone from the non ally, who's like you know, either oblivious or, or denying that there is injustice. We go to the bystander who notices the injustice but does nothing. And then we go to the upholder. And this person observes the injustice but really doesn't know like what to do. And so that not knowing upholds the status quo. Right. So, right. yeah. Right. So they just like don't know. So I know that this is happening. Mm -hmm. I know that these that this group is being marginalized. Mm -hmm. I know that there is a challenge here. There's injustice here. 
I just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the, that's the upholder. perhaps that might have been what was going on on that, yeah. on that train. Sure. Um, there may have been folks who just didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, it's just, you know, one of those things. Yeah. But, but ultimately, you know, if you find yourself in that space where you are, you know, you see the injustice and you're stuck, you know, what, what do you advise someone who's like, I, you know, I don't know how to address this. What would you advise them to do? Yeah, I think that's a really good question. Because um, I think about, uh, so I've, I've ridden, you know, the New York subways. So and I. first of all, there's a lot going on yes. very often. And sometimes when something is happening and it's sensational, you're almost like, I don't know what to do, you know, or, you know, maybe I do nothing or, or um, I think sometimes the shock, mm-hmm. sometimes like getting over the shock of whatever is happening, the, either the violence of what's happening or the um, sort of like the, the incredibleness mm-hmm. of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people are not sure. So you're on a train and somebody's in a chokehold. It's like, what do I, you know, what do I do here? Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes um, I would maybe put myself, put yourself in the position of the, of the, whoever the victim is. Mm-hmm. Like what is happening here? Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe addressing, like, could you loosen up on him? Like right. he right. seems like he's really in distress, right. you know, right. or something like that. But I think speaking up, I think people have a hard time with it. Because we are so used to just not doing it, yeah, you know, yeah, which is yeah. not a good place. It's not a when good place. When you think about, um, you know, women have had to endure a lot um, when it comes to sexual harassment sure. in particular. Sure. Um, I think about, you know, times that I've been catcalled or um, which basically is, you know, someone has like made a comment. Yeah. A random person mm-hmm. has made a comment about you or your body mm-hmm. parts, mm-hmm. Um, you know, without your permission. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you see that you, you've we've been in places or spaces where someone may make comments mm-hmm. about women in demeaning mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you're an upholder in those situations, meaning you just kind of allow it to continue to happen, sure. then it's going to continue to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yes. And at the expense of, you know, women who potentially could be voiceless and powerless in positions where there may be others who hold power, who are the ones that are actually causing mm-hmm. the, um, the harm, if you will. And I think, um, I think just sort of like, so, you know, you're in a position where somebody is objectifying or, you know, mm-hmm. a, a woman, you know, put, you know, any woman in your life in that, in, in that seat. So, you, you know, your daughter or your mom, yep. you know, yep. what would you do if this was happening to that, you know, that person, that loved one, that loved one in, in your life? And I think once we do that, once we become more empathetic, Mm-hmm. Then we're in a space where we, we want to take action, right. Right? right? Because now we feel it, right? You know, right. rather than just being observers of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to distance ourselves. And, it is. Well, it doesn't have anything to do with me, right? They're so... not talking about me. They're not talking about anybody that mm-hmm. I know. I don't really know 
what's going on with that woman, what she did or didn't do, or that kind of thing, There's right? the whole blame the victim thing it, that can yeah, occur. Yes, you know? yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. But I think, you know, sort of growing more empathetic, I think, is, 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 really, is really important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so let's, let's go along the continuum some more. Sure. So we, we've got, after the upholder, we've got the conveyor. We've got the conveyor. Yeah. We've got the conveyor. So this person um, notices the injustice. Mm -hmm. They feel really badly about it. And they, their, their actions are more passive. So, you know, um, we see something on social media and we like it and maybe we pass it along. That's the conveyor. They sort of convey the message. So a little bit more active than sort of the, the other three that we just discussed. Sure. A little bit more active than the upholder, mm -hmm. more active than the bystander. Um, but that's sort of the limit to, there are very um, serious limits to what they will actually do or what maybe what they can actually do. Yeah. But that's the conveyor. Yeah, and I, I would say the conveyor oftentimes may be passive because they might risk, and we've talked about this in previous podcasts, yeah. They might risk losing capital. Yes, mm -hmm. you know. So yeah. you know, they belong to a group that really is not um, aligned to the injustices. Yeah. that's not that's not even the right way to say it. But no, but, but they yeah. Go ahead. No, but they do. They 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 belong to a group that may not either, you know, the group themselves may be non-allies mm -hmm. or bystanders, right? Mm -hmm. So they may be people who are, you know, perpetrating some sure. of those injustices um, right. either by their speech or their actions or their lack of action. Mm -hmm. So, or, or just by their apathy. They're just, you know, they just yeah. don't care. Right, Yeah, that's mm -hmm. true. And, and unfortunately when that happens, um, you know, if, if I'm a conveyor and, you know, I, that, so you talked, with the previous, with the upstander part of the continuum, you talked about empathy. Mm. You know, um, as a conveyor, I probably have a little more empathy. Yeah. Um, because I see an injustice and it's like, well, that really isn't right, you know? And, you know, I don't want people to think that, that I agree with this right. injustice. And right. so, you know, I'm going to be bold and I'm gonna hit the like or I'm gonna share it on my social media posts. Right. Um, but you're not gonna see too much more from me and you're not gonna hear too much more from That's me. I'm right. not gonna necessarily speak out against something. Right. Um, you're not gonna see me marching. Mm -hmm. You're not, you know, you're mm -hmm. not gonna see any overt actions. Right. But at least, you know, people will know that, you know, that I care about these issues. That's right. I think yeah. about um I think it I I think it was after the George Floyd murder, but yeah. remember the blackout on Instagram, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. they were like, just put a, you know, a blank post or whatever. And people did that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, for some people, you kind of never heard about that topic mm -hmm. again. And it could be that that's all they felt that they were empowered to do. But that's an example. That's a, that's, that's a conveyor kind of activity, right? right. right? That's a conveyor kind yep. of activity. Yep. Yep. So we go from conveyor to the supporter. Yeah, yeah. And so the supporter really kind of is willing to take um, a little bit more action. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're not just kind of sitting back, allowing the injustices to occur. You know, they are the ones that are going to speak up. But they might speak up if it's happening to somebody that they know, right. you know. Right. So that is not nice what you said to my friend Erica. You know, like she is a woman 
you should respect her as a woman, you know, like right. that the supporter is cares about their the people that they know mm -hmm. and they are they are not afraid to speak on behalf of That's their right. friends or their loved ones um, about some kind of injustice that that may occur. Um, we, we've also seen where, um, you know, the supporters could also be an organization that writes a letter sure. or that puts a statement on their website mm -hmm. that says, you know, we are an anti black organ, you know, not anti-black. Anti-racist. Oh, anti-racist. <laughs> oh God. Like, who is it? Who's anti-black? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, that's terrible. We are an anti-racist mm -hmm. organization or we are an anti, um, you know, any kind of um, injustice mm -hmm. against any group of, mm -hmm. you know, marginalized, mm -hmm. any marginalized mm -hmm. group of people, mm -hmm. you know, the supporter is, is, you know, gonna, but again, that's still a little passive, but it at least, you know, there's a little less fear around yes. letting the world know right. how I feel about this because it might hit home, you know? That's right. Um, and people, people, if it hits home, you kind of, you don't really appreciate That's what's right. going on. You know, you, That's right. like I, I, I um, talked to, and I'm sure you have too, you know, um, parents of biracial children um, who have, you know, be, once having mm -hmm. biracial children and seeing, you know, how there may be a difference yes. in how their biracial children may be treated compared to, to their children who might not be biracial, um, they become supporters. Absolutely. You know, rather, yes. um, you know, rather fervently yes. because it hits home. That's right. You know, in a way that it may not have hit home before. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, this morning, I was like, just watching these crazy Instagram videos. And one of the videos is these, these two little girls and the, and the one, the younger sister is like, um, you know, I'm being bullied. And the, and the older sister is like, who is it? Who did it? What's the name? And so then later, um, the, I mean, it's not funny, but it is because it's, it's children. It? And so later, um, the little girl says, I could, she made me tell her. So I told her and the girl's like, yep. And I told her, you know, <laughs> just a really great video. It's like, yep. And I, she's not going to be messing with her anymore. And to me, that's a supporter, right? Yes, so absolutely. this girl isn't a champion of everybody on the playground. It's just my sister. Right. Right. And right. I'm going to make sure that she's good. And I think the supporter does that. Yes. Right. Yes. Who is it? We're not going to take this. Right. But the right. whole issue itself is like, it's terrible. Right. But it's just, this is just about my sister being hurt, right, you know? Right. And I think that well, we that's can't have that. We can't have, we can't that. have that. We can't have that. <laughs> we can't have that. But I think that is a way though, like your example about, you know, a, a mother of biracial children, very often supporters, that's how they, it's almost like their introduction. So they go it's from being allyship. a non-ally, non like not even realizing this is an issue to like now my loved one is being targeted. So we go right to supporter. Right. Right. You go right to being right. a supporter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's a really good mm -hmm. good point. And and we should probably also note that the continuum is not like um, linear. Right. You know. Mm -hmm. So there may be circumstances where you um, where you're completely a non-ally about something, um, and then you know you may jump from being that like you the dis mm -hmm. the description you just gave. You may jump from being a non-ally yeah. to a supporter right. in, a, in a certain situation. Right. And then we have the champion. Then we have the champion. So now we're getting to the more active end of the continuum. And so 
the continuum, uh, the, the champion openly stands in solidarity with oppressed or marginalized people. They identify as champions for justice, but their actions are limited, right? Mm -hmm. So they may go on a march. Yes. They may go on a march, right. right? They may buy from an organization or support an organization. You know, you talked about the organization that says, you know, we're an anti-racist, you know, um, organization. So we may support that or because I'm a champion for that, you know, that cause. Um, but but I'm not going I don't know if I'm going to move the needle here, but everybody knows how I feel about this particular right. issue. Okay, vocal about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Um Recently, I believe it was in France, they were trying to raise the retirement age. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, ageism mm -hmm. is another yeah. area. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. oftentimes mm -hmm. those who are um, more senior, mm -hmm. cause, so privilege tends to be for those who are under 55, yeah. you know, between 20 something mm -hmm. and 55. Yeah. Yep. But when you start getting further, you know, into your advanced ages, right. um, you'll start to see some changes in how society sees you and yes. how they treat you. So in France, they um, wanted to raise the retirement age. Mm -hmm. So you would think, you know, that um, that the that generation, that older generation mm -hmm. um, who are essentially the target of this yeah. this law um, may be passive and may mm -hmm. decide to like, you know, because you don't typically see seniors right. marching. But the allies stepped up. The champions mm -hmm. stepped mm -hmm. up. Yes. And I don't know um, what the status is right now, but I know that um, I know the champions said we cannot stand for this. They this is some not fair. Arrest. Right. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's what the champion yeah. does, you know. Yes. And then then we've got the influencer. The influencer. Yeah, let's, let's talk about the influencer yes. because yes. the influencer has a little has a little. Uh, um, power. That's right. Will. That's right. You know? They're able to use their own privilege yes. um, and their social capital. You talked about social capital earlier. Right. So they use right. their privilege and their social capital to make recommendations for change in the system. Right. In the system. Right. So and, I've got my own personal example mm -hmm. of that. So, uh, you know, we've, we've talked about being, you know, at the state. Mm -hmm. um, and so while, you know, while I was there, um, I would say that I was an influencer I wanted to be the next level, mm -hmm. um, but mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, some of the power I did not hold. Yeah. But I had position of power. That access. And so, you know, the, the area that I was fighting for was educational equity. Mm -hmm. um, and I still, I, obviously, this is the work that we do yeah. all the time, so this is still very important to me. But um, it was really critical that when there was new um, legis not legislation, new regulations, that um, or re uh, regulations that needed to be mm -hmm. revised or practices um, that I was going to be vocal in trying to influence the language, yeah. um, some of the programming or some of the activities or how funds were being allocated. And so I used my privilege as a leader in that organization to speak up and to make recommendations for change. Mm -hmm. um, and so you know, that is how the influencer operates. And had, and, and so from the influencer, we go to change agent. Yeah. So the change agent is able to make the change. That's correct. Right? So very often you need the influencer. And not only do you need the influencer, but you need the champions, yes. right? So you need the pressure. Right. Then you need the recommendations and then you need the change, which is right. the ultimate, 
you know, ultimate sort of ally. the, right, the right. ultimate ally, that right. person. And, you know, we see them. And some of us are not able to be change agents just because of the access. Right. Like, so we may not have the access in a system right. to make the change, but we can be champions. We can. And many of us can be influencers, right. you know. And still some of us, you know, you need the conveyors and you need the supporters. Like you need the, mm -hmm. you need that whole, like that whole continuum. And in some places, like you said earlier, we're able to make change. Um, and some places we're conveying messages, that's important too, but in some areas we're like champions, right? right? We're champions. Right. So we're marching right. and we're writing and we're, you know, letting people know like this is where we stand and those are all important too. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, if you think about the continuum where we go from the non-ally and the bystander to the influencer and the change agent, what we know is that depending upon um, where we work, what we do, mm -hmm. um, who's in our circle, what we're passionate about, what we have access to, depending upon all those things, we might be in our belief system, right? Mm -hmm. And right. some of the things that, that we, play. right? Um, we might be anywhere along, because like you said, it's not linear. So we might be at any point for different issues right. and for different areas. Right. So like we know some champions and some influencers in the where in the area of ableism mm -hmm. and they are supporters and they and we also know um some change agents in the way of like racial equity yes right like so we know that in gender equity like we so we know you know some people that are along those points and we might be as well but mm -hmm. i think ultimately the goal is to be an ally right be an ally right, right. use your privilege to support um the 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 freedom really and the 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 and limiting marginalization for for people like for using all for all groups mm -hmm. for all groups i mean that really is our our work and you know taking us back to you know our question you know why is this so hard mm -hmm. and i think that's one of the things i think really understanding allyship right is right. one of the reasons why sometimes sometimes we don't really understand it yeah yeah and, and so where are you yeah on this continuum yeah. and and that's that's a parting question that we have for you. Where are you in the continuum? We want to hear from you. Um, so please reach out to us on any of our social media platforms. Let us know what you think. Repost this mm -hmm. um, and share your thoughts. Again, I'm Tanya. And I'm Erica. And thank you so much for joining us. Take care, everyone.